the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The media seem a little confused. Yeah, the consensus among the media seemed to be the same as the consensus among Democrats. I know that's the same thing, but... When it came to whether there was an emergency at the border, the New York Times headline now says border at breaking point as more than 76,000 unauthorized migrants cross in a month. Notice the word uh, unauthorized there instead of illegal. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, of course, that story goes on to blame the Trump administration uh, by saying that the hard stance on uh, asylum is pushing asylum seekers to take remote and dangerous routes, according to the story. Uh, NPR has a headline that goes like this. Migrant families arrive in busloads as border crossings hit 10-year high. More than 66,000 migrants were apprehended in February, and that's the highest total for one month in a year. Sounds kind of like an emergency, doesn't it? Uh, Non-liberal outlets are reporting, too. Uh, Conservative Review has this headline. New awful data shows, I think that should be show with data, new awful data show, but I'll let it go. New awful data shows, uh, new awful data shows that the border invasion is worse than ever. Now, I'm going to take a guess and say that CNN and MSNBC aren't going to have much on this in prime time tonight. I wouldn't be looking for these stories on uh, their prime time shows. I, I could be wrong. Remember when Donald Trump was uh, trashed for saying a lot of rapists were in these caravans? Well, Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen said today that there are so many rapes on these caravans that every female over the age of 10 is given a pregnancy test by ICE when they uh, come across the border. She also said that they've uncovered recycling rings. What happens with those is that um, you know, kids are used to pose as part of a family when so they can get across the border and get asylum. You have to let them in if they have kids. Uh, then the kids are here for a while, and then they're dragged, I guess, back across the border into Mexico and brought in again by another group and another group posing as a family. I'm sure that you'll find a certain inconsistency in the coverage of uh, these stories. Uh, I don't think you'll see a lot of it on, as I said, CNN or MSNBC. And there's a good chance MSNBC and CNN will ignore them completely. Uh, The way they ignore the story about Alexandria overrated Ocasio, or I'm sorry, overrated Cortez, possibly being in violation of federal election commission laws that could put her in prison. Uh, They had zero on that. Nothing. Didn't mention it. Coming up, we're going to talk about the media with a guy who's been witnessing and writing uh, about liberal bias for a long, long time. I think you recognize him. His name is Bernie Goldberg. He'll join us after the break. Stick around. Why get stuck with a Medicare plan that leaves you at a disadvantage? Medicare open enrollment season has been extended through March 31st. This is John Steigerwald. Take advantage of your final opportunity this year to make a one-time switch to real Medicare coverage that includes traditional Medicare Part B and the Part D prescription drug plan. The team at Marley Financial knows Medicare is confusing. They know you have questions, and their team of experts can guide you through all the options available to help you make the best choice possible. A comprehensive Medicare plan that lets you access any doctor or hospital you want without a referral with lower deductibles and co-pays that are little to none. A Medicare plan that's focused not just on cost, but quality. Don't get stuck paying thousands in out-of-pocket expenses. Call Marley Financial today, 724-884-1496. Deadline is March 31st. That's 724-884-1496, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. Few moments bring you joy like going to the mailbox after you've done your taxes. Pulling it open, reaching in, discarding the junk mail, and then pulling out that item you've been waiting so 
What? Someone already filed for my return? It sounds like a horror story, but it's a reality. Cybercriminals can use your personal information to get a tax refund in your name, or even commit other forms of ID theft. Good thing there's LifeLock with Norton. LifeLock's dedicated identity restoration specialists will work to fix your identity issues. And we've added more protection with Norton Security to help block thieves from stealing information on your devices. No one can prevent all identity theft or cybercrime or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But join today and get 10% off your first year. And then enjoy peace of mind all year long. Head to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK and enter promo code TITTLE. That's promo code TITTLE for 10% off your first year. LifeLock with Norton. Have you ever seen a pest controller spraying chemicals in your home? It makes you wonder, if their chemicals are safe, then why do they suit up and wear respirators only to leave you to walk back in unprotected? G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and I'm here to tell you there's a better way. In an age where we now have the choice to drive electric cars, you too can electronically read your home or business of unwanted rodents and pests. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. 100% 100% chemical-free, Plug-in Pest-Free is your safest bet for your family and pets. Our bestseller, the Plug-in Pest-Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair dinkum. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. Go pestfree.com today. She seems happier. Her fur is so much shinier, silkier, softer. She has really mellowed a lot. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life. The shedding has stopped. The itching has stopped. Since 2001, we've helped more than a quarter million dogs get over their nutritional deficiency miseries. And saved our customers bazillions in vet bills. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Come to Dynavite for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite for life. Don't let your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy. Come to Dynavite for help. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, we haven't heard from Bernie yet. Uh, he's going to call in, and I trust that he will in any any minute now. So uh, I, I just want to let you know that I don't, it would take me probably, if you haven't heard of Bernie Goldberg, I don't know where you've been, but it would probably take me 45 minutes to tell you all the things that he's done. Um, it, it, Bernie Goldberg has, has accomplished in his career. Uh, the abbreviated version would be that he's won 14 Emmys. 14 that's a lot of Emmys for a guy who's worked at the network level. This isn't 14 local news Emmys. This is 14 Emmys working at uh, CBS and then on HBO Real Sports. And um, he's written several New York Times bestsellers, including Bias, which was about the bias that he discovered when he was working at CBS, where he worked for a long time. Traveled the world uh, as a reporter for CBS, and he... Um, as I said, he's written several New York Times bestsellers. He's been writing about and commenting on bias in the media for a long, long time. You can find him now at his uh, website, which is bernardgoldberg.com. And I see that uh, Aaron is on the phone now, which means Bernie has called in. And uh, we're going to have him on the air in just a second. Um, and lots of stuff to talk to him about, about what's, with all the stuff that's happening in the media. And... Uh, Without any further uh, delay, Bernie Goldberg. Thanks for joining us, Bernie. Hey, John. How you doing? Good. I uh, you missed my my glowing introduction of you because you if you would have called thirty seconds earlier, I you would have heard it all. But I think you know what you've done, and I think everybody else does too. Um, no, I want I want to hear how glowing it was. Well, uh, fourteen Emmys. That's enough for me. I worked in TV for a long time, so fourteen Emmys does. That's enough for me. And some New York Times bestsellers will do it. I don't have one of those yet. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. I know. What are we so, I'm, I'm ready to go. And uh, uh, Pittsburgh is a great town. My son went to college, college there, and I'm thrilled to be on your show. Where did he go? 
Carnegie Mellon. Wow. Okay. He's smarter than I am. So how's the uh, how's the media doing lately, Bernie? How's that for a question to start you off with? <laughs> well, let me let me say I don't think it's doing well. Is how it's doing, and I think the problem is that whether it's Fox or MSNBC or CNN or the New York Times or the Washington Post, because of business concern. I think everybody is appealing to their particular audience uh, in cable, and, and it's true in on the op-ed pages of, of the New York Times, for instance, also. You, you validate your audience's biases. You give them what they want. You don't make them angry. You want them coming back for more. Right. And I think that's the problem. I think that's a big problem. Well, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you, uh, is that, is it possible in in the days of, uh, now that we have 24-7 news, it's a, which is still a relatively new thing uh, in the media, um, 24-7 national news, is it even possible uh, or realistic to expect to be able to do just straight news for 24-7 and do it objectively and get the ratings you need to have everybody stay employed? Uh, I, I'm, not in, I'm not against uh, breaking up a 24-hour day with opinion, mm-hmm. but even opinion has to be fair. Even has to be, even it would be nice if opinion were also smart. That's too much on cable, but but opinion should be fair. So mm-hmm. if you criticize Barack Obama, for instance, for doing something, and Donald Trump does the same thing, come on, just be just be reasonable and and criticize. Donald Trump for doing what Barack Obama did, and vice versa. If you if you praise uh, if you praise Barack Obama over at MSNBC for doing something, don't criticize Donald Trump for doing the same thing. That's that's the problem. It's it's a if there's a, if there's a real problem here, it's the death of principles. Uh, I don't think a lot of people who are in the commentary business on TV, let's say on cable TV, uh, have principles anymore. Mm-hmm. Cable news is not a journalism model. It's a business model. Right. And the business model is what I outlined. Give them what they want. And uh, you're allowed to be conservative on a conservative liberal channel. Mm -hmm. But if if all you do on the liberal channel is bash Donald Trump 24 hours a day, and all you do, or not 24 hours a day, prime time, and all you do on the conservative channel is kiss his rear end, I don't think that's that's really commentary. That's something else. Yeah. And whatever else it is, it isn't good. Well, you uh, you wrote about, or uh, I saw it on your website, uh, bernardgoldberg.com, which I want to talk to you about in a second. Um, you talked about, uh, and I agree with you 100%, it's embarrassing. I'm a Fox viewer. I watched you all the time when you were on with Bill O'Reilly, and I... Um, uh, I'm a Fox viewer now, but it's embarrassing to watch uh, Fox and Friends in the morning and, and uh, Sean Hannity and uh, Laura Ingram. I can watch Tucker Carlson because he'll take a shot at Trump once in a while. But uh, th- it's embarrassing to watch them slobbering all over Trump and, and everything that he does. And, and not good for them, I don't think, either. I agree with the first part of what you said, that it's embarrassing. And it's interesting to me how... Embarrassed, they ought to be, but but they're not embarrassed. Uh, but whether it's good for them or not, well, yeah. If I'm right, if I'm right that that the, the name of the game is giving your audience what it wants, mm-hmm. well, that's what that's what <laughs> that's what they're doing. I mean, you know, the, the piece I wrote on my website that you you, you just mentioned, and why I'm no longer on the Fox News channel. Uh, I was I was on with O'Reilly as a regular, and it was a highly rated segment. Mm-hmm. And then I was on when O'Reilly left. Everybody associated with O'Reilly sort of uh, uh, became persona non grata mm-hmm. on Friday mornings until I wasn't. And when I wasn't, it was sudden. I was on all the time, and then I wasn't on at all. And I asked the vice president of Fox, I said, look, I don't need your money, and I don't need your airtime, but I am curious what's going on. 
She said she checked. She got back to me. She said, there's no problem at all. They love you over there, but they want you for the right story. Well, I wrote a book about the media <laughs> called Bias. That was mm -hmm. the number one nonfiction book in the whole country. You think I might know something about the media, and they never called me for that. So I told her, I said, look, I have a theory. And the theory is that Fox will accept liberals taking pot shots at the president, but they don't want conservatives doing it. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, I don't know anything about that. You know, there's no problem. I, I said, well, obviously there's a problem because I'm not on anymore. Now, I want to make very clear, this is important to me personally. I didn't lose any sleep over this, and I'm not losing any sleep over this now. But I thought that finally... I ought to tell the story because a lot of people are asking me, why don't I see you on Fox anymore? That I ought to tell the story why I'm no longer on Fox and reveal for the first time uh, an email exchange I had with Roger Ailes about what I saw my, as my role as, at Fox, uh, which was to just give my honest opinion. I'm not an ideologue. I'm conservative, but I'm not an ideologue. I don't have predetermined positions on things. And Roger wrote back, I can read his entire response, it's short. He said, Bernie, thank you. thanks for your note. Say whatever you want. I think liberals are the biggest offenders, but conservatives need to be held accountable when they're not doing the right thing. Don't worry about me. I'm actually in favor of free speech. <laughs> Warm regards, Roger. Well, I don't think it's that way anymore at Fox. No. Well, Roger's not there anymore, obviously, so... That, is that why you're yeah. not there? Well, you know, if Roger meant what he said, and I think he did, uh, then I don't think people would have problems at Fox the way I did. And I, I really want to make clear, I'm not, I'm not complaining about this. They have every right to do whatever they want. And as I say, I didn't lose an ounce of sleep over it. But Colonel Ralph Peters, who was uh, not... Trump enough, mm -hmm. uh, left. George Will, who does not like Trump, left. Eric Erickson, a respected conservative, uh, was not renewed. Uh, there's a pattern here. It, this is not about me, and it's not about George Will, and it's not about Eric Erickson, and it's not about Colonel Ralph Peters. It's about cable TV. You know, if, if you make cars... You should find out what kind of cars people want. That's okay. If you build houses, find out what kind of houses they want. That's okay. If you make pocketbooks for women, find out what kind of pocketbooks they want. But not news. You don't pander to your audience in news. It shows disrespect to the audience, even if they want it. And, I, and on that count, I think the, the one group that gets off easy in all of this is the audience. Because they want to tune in to hear only what they want to hear. That's not everybody, but that's a large percentage of the cable audience. And it's a very large percentage of the New York Times uh, subscription audience. Because if you read their op-ed page, every day it's nonstop. You know, Trump is, is an authoritarian. Democracy is dying. It, it, it never ends. And they're doing it for the same reason that cable news is doing it. They want to appeal to their audience for business reasons. And it's okay in every other business to appeal to your audience. As I say, the car business, the house business, the ladies' pocketbook business, but not the news business. We're talking to Bernie Goldberg, and you can check his website out at bernardgoldberg.com. Uh, you have the new premium site, and you mentioned you read the, wrote the piece about Fox. What else is on the premium site? Well, uh, yeah, there are actually people who care about this, which I'm flattered by. But you can send in questions, and I will answer as many as I can every 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 week. You know, when I get them, right? Uh, and I've got some interesting questions already that the answers will be going out any day now. I've already written the answers. Uh, there is a poll. The current poll is. What currently? What Democrat who's currently running? By the way, the number currently running is going to wind up to be a fraction yeah. of the number who are actually running. Right. But who, who are currently running as of today? 
do you think has the best shot to beat Donald Trump? Mm-hmm. And uh, we made up a list, and uh, on the list is none of the above also, which, right. which uh, I'm, I'm, I'd like to see how that one turns out. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, and, I'm with none of the above right now, but go ahead. Yeah, no, no, that's that's interesting, and I've got a column coming up on the on the premium site, which is about. I know I know his most loyal fans don't like to hear this, but it's going to be an uphill battle for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to win every state and every voter he got last time around, because a lot of voters, I don't know how many, voted for him the first time, who who say, you know, I've seen the Trump show. And it's time to change the channel. They won't vote for him a second time. But what he does have going for him, and this column is coming up shortly, what he does have going for him are a bunch of crazy left-wing progressive Democrats, uh, whether it's uh, the Green New Deal, uh, whether it's forcing a business, a major business, offering tens of thousands of jobs at six-figure salaries out of New York City, whether it's not abortion in the traditional sense of the word, but what you do with a, a baby, not a fetus, after it's born. Mm-hmm. Where, where were the progressives saying when when the governor of Virginia said, well, what we would do if the uh, late-term abortion went, went awry, what we would do is make the baby comfortable, the baby comfortable, and then consult with the mother to decide what to do with him, meaning whether we should let him live or let her die. Uh, Where were the the progressive Democrats saying that that's going too far? No, we don't tolerate that. Well, none of them did the the best I can figure. So the the thing Donald Trump has going for him, I mean, this is the, the irony, John. Progressive Democrats may be the best thing that's ever happened to Donald Trump. No, yeah, and and I, that's what I that's why I, I like his chances because unless they come up with somebody less radical, uh, I can't see someone who voted for Trump for the reasons that someone I would assume voted for Trump looking at Kamala Harris or uh, Bernie Sanders and saying, yeah, you know what, I liked Trump two four years ago, but now I like this guy. It's just too much of a switch. Right, but that, that's absolutely true. On the other hand. I have a tough time thinking of anybody who voted for Hillary Clinton yeah. suddenly voting for Donald Trump. Yeah, right, right. Well, um, do, do you? Uh, uh, we only have two minutes left here, and I'm against the hard break. I, I just part of a bias that I think a lot of people miss is that is that it's not just how you cover; it's what you cover, and exactly. it's, it's it's omitting things. And an example is that CNN and MSNBC. Uh, pretty much just ignored the Jussie Smollett story after it became not in their favor or not something that they were happy about. When he, when he was charged, it disappeared. MSNBC did not mention it on the air in their prime time after being wall-to-wall you know, with it. This speaks directly to my, to my theory. It's more than a theory. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right about this, about the business model of cable television. Give the audience what it wants. Their audience doesn't want to hear that a gay black man wasn't attacked by a Trump supporting two Trump supporting white racists. If if he were if it were true, they'd be running that day and night for a month. But yep. if it isn't true, if it's a hoax, that doesn't make the audience feel comfortable. This is this is what it's about. I, I, forgive me for repeating myself. This is not about me. I don't care that I'm not on Fox. Right. I don't care at all. But I care about news. And, and I care about the audience getting the story fairly and accurately, even if it's opinion. And I think it's a terrible thing when you don't report Bernie, because your audience doesn't want to hear about it. I'm out of time. Hard break. Really appreciate you being on. Hope to do it again. Thanks, Bernie. Thanks, John. Okay. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A congresswoman's remarks have exposed Democrats' simmering divisions over Israel. Provocative comments from Representative Ilhan Omar of Minnesota have thrust the Democratic Party into an uncomfortable internal debate over Israel. Omar suggested last week that Israel supporters are pushing U.S. lawmakers to take a pledge of allegiance to a foreign country. 
In response to the remarks, pro-Israel House Democrats plan to offer a resolution condemning anti-Semitism. Omar's remarks were also made before an upcoming high-profile conference where senior Democrats typically make a show of support for the Jewish state. I'm Walter Ratliff. On Wall Street today, the Dow Jones Industrial Average down by 133 points to close at 25,673. The Nasdaq dropping by 70, the S&P 500 lower by 18, and crude oil down 34 cents. It closed at $56.22 on the New York Mercantile Exchange. This is SRN News. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. My neighbors always ask me, Hey Pete, how do you keep your yard so nice? Pete makes it simple with a Scott's Turf Builder feeding program. It's the best way to get the yard you want all year long guaranteed. All it takes is four easy feedings. Just once in early spring, late spring, summer, and fall. Providing nutrition and weed control to keep your lawn lush and green. So, now you know my secret. This is a Scott's Yard. Pick up a Scott's Turf Builder program today. Jay Sekulow says there are some concerns about the new Congress. The fact that the President of the United States had to say these words in 2019 should concern everybody. We renew our resolve that America will never be a socialist country. Can you imagine that that was a necessary statement, which it was? Jay Sekulow, live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, at AM 1250, The Answer. You're an insurance agent. You're also an entrepreneur looking to grow. And what better way to grow than by being your own boss? Owning your own Farmers Insurance Agency has been called one of the best small business opportunities in America. With a nationally respected brand, award-winning training, and your personal experienced business coach, your opportunity to grow is unlimited. No franchise fees required. Visit BeAFarmersAgent.com and start growing. We are farmers. The Pittsburgh North. North Regional Chamber proudly presents the next Innovation Pittsburgh. Friday evening, March 8th, 5 to 7.30 p.m. at the Doubletree by Hilton and Mars. Join host former Allegheny County Executive James Roddy, along with U.S. Representative Connor Lamb and Pennsylvania House Speaker Mike Terzai on issues facing our community. Come for open networking and hors d'oeuvres at 5, followed by presentations and panel discussion. Tickets and details at pghnorthchamber.com. That's pghnorthchamber.com. A recent state audit of the poor Port Authority of Allegheny County provided a limited snapshot of the Mass Transit Agency's performance. A more expansive look would have better revealed the scope of the challenges facing the agency and perhaps lead to additional cost-saving suggestions. Future performance audits should delve deeper into the Port Authority's operating expenses per vehicle revenue hour, among other things. Learn more about this and other topics at AlleghenyInstitute.org, where conventional wisdom has been challenged since 1995. Tax season is here again, with more tax law changes than we've seen in 30 years. But no matter how difficult your return is, William Egan CPA can make it easy. William Egan is the local CPA for everyday people. Bill and his staff can demystify your tax filing process for less money than the big national chains with work that's guaranteed. He's been doing it for over 20 years. He can do it for you. Visit SteelCityCPA.com. William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people like you at SteelCityCPA.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Lots of delays on the Parkway West, inbound Carnegie to the Fort Pitt Tunnel, outbound Banksville Road to Carnegie, crawling along outbound Parkway East Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood, Swissvale, and inbound your jammed up Britain Road overpass to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. There's an accident causing that delay and a major, major jam up on the westbound PA Turnpike. Overturned tractor trailer blocks two lanes between the Somerset and Donegal exits. You want to avoid it. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer weather. Some clouds around tonight and quite cold with a snow shower in the area later on tonight going down to a low of 14 degrees. Tomorrow intervals of clouds and sunshine high 31 becoming cloudy tomorrow night low 19 then 
Cloudy skies for Friday with a little snow or some flurries, but little to no accumulation expected. High 37 degrees. I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. Well, CNN, MSNBC did a good job of ignoring the story about Alexandria overrated Cortez possibly being in big trouble with the Federal Election Commission. Fox, of course, was all over it, including catching her at the airport yesterday and getting her uh, to deny on camera that she uh, that there were any violations. According to the story that broke Monday, she may have violated FEC laws that could get her up to five years in prison. That seems like a pretty big deal. Um, Hans von Spakovsky is the manager of the Heritage Foundation's Election Law Reform Initiative. He's a former member of the Federal Election Commission. He joins us now. Hans, thanks for being here. Sure, thanks for having me. Again, we, I didn't expect to be calling you back this soon, but uh, you're, you're an FEC guy, and this is, uh, this is right up your alley. So uh, can you explain for people just what it is that she might be guilty of? Sure. Um, look, a federal campaign finance law is very complex, but the basic thing to remember is that when a candidate uh, organizes a campaign organization to run for office, They've got to report um, all the money that they spend and all the money that they raise. Uh, here, it turns out that um, uh, uh, Ocasio-Cortez also legally controlled a separate political action committee along with her chief of staff, uh, who was also her campaign manager. Um, that PAC spent money uh, trying to get Democrats uh, elected, including her. We don't really quite know how that money was spent because they funneled almost a million dollars of the money that the PAC raised uh, to a another organization, an LLC, a limited liability company, that was run by her chief of staff. So here, here's the problem with all of this. First of all, um, if she legally controlled that PAC, well, that meant that she basically had an alter ego campaign organization. So if folks were contributing the maximum amount to her campaign, which was $2,700, and then they contributed to that PAC, guess what? They were, they were engaging in excess donations and contributions in violation of the law. Second, um, by pouring this huge amount of money from the PAC, um, going to an organization run by her chief of staff, apparently they're saying, well, it was for strategic consulting. Well, what does that mean? That means that they were avoiding having to report what they were specifically spending that million dollars on because the FEC rules say you've you got to list how you're spending the money, you know, get out the vote campaigns, uh, mailers, TV ads, et cetera. So, you know, they may have gotten excess contributions. They may have engaged in illegal coordination because uh, the candidate controlled both her own organization and a separate, supposedly separate PAC, which wasn't really separate. And they may have had all these reporting violations. Now, you uh, as a uh, former member of the uh, uh, commission, um, did you see examples of this where someone did do this and then ended up getting nailed for it? Uh, yes, uh, folks get get nailed for illegal coordination. And illegal coordination is when, like I said, a, a candidate has control over a second organization that is helping him or her uh, run for office and, and get elected. And, you know, in particular, if if that's being used to get around campaign finance rules like the limit on how much you can get in a contribution, you know, that takes it from a accidental or inadvertent violation to potentially a knowing and intentional violation to try to get around uh, around the law. And that takes it from being a p- potential civil violation with a civil penalty to being a potential criminal violation. And for criminal violations, you not only can get hit with a civil penalty, you can go to jail. Yeah, um, another former member of the FEC, uh, Brad Smith, he says if the campaign operated in affiliation with the PAC, which is what you're describing here, it would open her up for massive, massive is the, in quotes, the word he used, reporting violations and some illegal contributions violations. And that's what you're talking about. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. And and it, there's no question that um, she and her chief of staff controlled that separate pack because uh, uh, they have turned up <clears throat> corporate documents that showed that there was a three-member board running that pack, and two of the members were Ocasio-Cortez and her chief of staff. Now, uh, she's a rookie. She's 29, 30 years old, and she came out of nowhere. Um might her defense be, and would it work to say, "Hey, you know, we didn't know," or is that something that they would have to know if, as as they were getting deeper into the campaign? That if they did that, they would have to know it was something that they weren't allowed to do. Well, I have a hard time believing that they would run a campaign without trying to get legal advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd be real interested to know who the heck their lawyer was and whether they even consulted a lawyer. Look, the only thing that if you can if you can prove that you didn't realize you were violating, violating the law, that doesn't get you out of it. That may mean that it's just a civil penalty because you can argue that you inadvertently uh, violated the law. You didn't do it, you know, intentionally and knowing that you were violating the law. But you can still like I said, the FEC imposes a civil penalty on you. Well, if she did this, though, um, and we're talking to Hans von Spakovsky, who's the uh, manager of Heritage Foundation's uh, re-election law reform initiative, is this something that a veteran of campaigns would never do unless they uh, – in other words, is this, is this a an understandable rookie mistake? Uh, I know you said they should probably get legal, but – legal uh, advice and all that, but is this not something that somebody with experience would do? I think any, but any, any professional campaign consultant would, would realize that this is, this is something you shouldn't do, un- unless you were trying to intentionally hide uh, the fact that you wanted to get more money from contributors than you're allowed to under the law, or, and you, or you wanted to hide... Um, how you were actually spending your money. So, and how did this get noticed? How did anybody, uh, who, who, where was the red flag and who, who spotted it? Uh, it was an organization called the National Legal and Policy Center, which is a, a nonprofit in uh, Washington, D.C. And, uh, you know, they're the ones that have filed a complaint against, with the Federal Election Commission. And I guess they just kind of investigated her and started looking at, for example, the corporate document filings of this political action committee and some of these other organizations. And I think I saw somewhere that um, she and her chief of staff, uh, who I've noticed we both are uh, <laughs> are trying not to say his name because it's real hard to say, but uh, she and her chief of staff uh, admit on the website uh, that they were affiliated with the PAC. And that's yep. that's in a violation in itself, just the affiliation. So there, there's an admission there, right? Yeah, and plus, the, I think the PAC uh, on its website also bragged about the fact that it helped get her elected. So that tells you that uh, they were spending money to get to get her elected uh, when when she and her chief of staff, whose name is Taikat Chakrabarti, yeah. which is more, di- more difficult than my name, um, when <laughs> yeah. they were running the pack. Yeah, I got Stagerwald over here, so Stagerwald, <laughs> I mean, so um, uh, I get the same thing. But but uh, now, the Fox News, which was the only network that really uh, covered this extensively, and they were all over it, of course, uh, they um, ambushed her at the airport, uh, which was interesting because I thought she doesn't like airplanes. But anyway, she, she got off a plane. And uh, she said there's nothing there. And then today, I guess she came out and said there's nothing there, and it's all grassroots contributions. Is that an explanation that uh, you on the FEC would buy? It doesn't matter who contributed the money, whether it's grassroots or anything. Uh, The point is that she may have still... Look, it doesn't matter if the contribution coming into the pack is from some ordinary citizen or from uh, a millionaire. The, the, if 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 too many too much money was coming in and she was controlling that money and how it was being spent on her campaign, she's she's got big problems and she violated the law. You know her assertions that she didn't do anything wrong. Well, what else is she going to say? Right. Well, well, I think I have a feeling, and I would be willing to predict that she's going to say, "Oops, you know, I'm a rookie and uh, I'm sorry. Uh, we didn't know that was a problem." Uh, is anybody going to buy that? 
I don't know if they will. I, what I will tell you is that there's more than enough evidence that's been produced to justify the Federal Election Commission opening up an investigation. The problem there is that, you know, it's a six-member commission. Mm -hmm. It takes four votes to authorize the opening of an investigation. And right now, two of the seats are empty. There are two Republicans and two Democrats. And I, I have my doubts at l about at least one of those Democratic commissioners and whether she would uh, authorize an investigation even if uh, there's a violation of the law. But there's also enough evidence for the Justice Department to open up a potential criminal violation, and that they can simply do based on the evidence that's been put. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. How, how hard would it ha be to prove that she violated these laws, um, and who would have to bring the charges if, if they... If the FEC doesn't file a complaint, would that be the the attorney general or or who is it? That yeah, it would be it would be the the uh, campaign fi criminal campaign finance violations are investigated by the criminal section of the U.S. Justice Department, and what they would need to do is is convene secretly a grand jury, which they can then uh, issue subpoenas to get hold of all the documents from this political action committee and from the LLC that got all this money funneled to it and to find out um, not only uh, uh, where did their money come from, but how did they spend it. See, uh, somebody could also be doing this and just putting the money in their pocket, uh, which is uh, – and you don't know where – you're saying you don't know where it went, so it could, it could be in her bank account in, in uh, the Cayman Islands somewhere, uh, for all anybody yeah, knows, right? I'm not accusing you right. of that, but – Right. Well, there's also an indication, I think, in some of the stories that um, uh, some of the money went to her boyfriend. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah. Uh, if he was if he was doing actual work for the campaign, then they you know that that would be okay. But uh, again, those are records that could be obtained uh, in a Justice Department investigation to find out whether he was actually doing real work. But but you uh, again you you were on the Federal Election Commission and correct. Uh, there's so much money thrown around in, in campaigns now. Um, how much of this kind of stuff goes on, and how many people get away with it? Not necessarily something as as what you say seems to be obvious to you, but the little stuff about being able to uh, turn political uh, contributions into money in your bank account. I, I mean, and not necessarily on a huge scale few bucks here and there well you may you may recall that the last person that was uh, convicted of using campaign funds for personal expenses which is is illegal is former congressman uh jesse jackson jr oh yeah he went to jail he went to jail he resigned from congress and he was using campaign funds to buy all kinds of things like um uh, uh, guitars that have been owned by famous rock stars. Yeah, so that's well, money well spent. Um, <laughs> so is this is this case in your mind clear cut enough that the Republicans should go after her hard, especially with I, I, I know that's a political question, but um, you know she's very much a uh, the face of the Democratic Party. She's a she's a they love her at least uh, they seem to, and she's a big star right now. This would be uh, very embarrassing for the Democrats. Well, I think they. I think she needs to be investigated, not because she's a Democratic star, but because um, uh, what's been revealed provides enough evidence of potential violations of uh, campaign uh, finance laws, and for that reason, she needs to be investigated, regardless of whether or not she's a Democrat or Republican and or independent. How long would something like that take? She's 29 years old. Would it happen before she like is collecting Social Security by the, by the time they? <laughs> yeah. Yes, the the I mean, the last time I looked, I mean the FEC, you know, it can take them a year, two years to do investigation. The Justice Department can do it much faster. And uh, when would that? When might that happen? If they were going to do it, would they do it right away, or would they be just uh, sniffing around right now? Uh, the Justice Department um, could make a decision immediately to open up an investigation. A complaint has been filed with the FEC, which means that the commissioners are going to have to have an uh, internal meeting to look at the complaint and decide uh, and basically take a vote 
on whether there's sufficient evidence to justify opening an investigation. Last question for Hans von Spakovsky, the uh, manager of the Heritage Foundation's Election Law Reform Initiative. Uh, Last thing, and uh, maybe this is an unfair question, but a prediction. Does this go anywhere? Do we hear more? Because, by the way, I've seen nothing about this, uh, anything new today. The networks have kind of dropped it already. Yeah, like I said, I suspect the FEC may not open an investigation because I doubt they can get the fourth vote they'll need mm-hmm. from uh, one of the commis- Democratic commissioners to authorize the opening investigation. I have no idea whether um, the Justice Department, particularly the criminal division, will open up an investigation. Well, I just wonder, I, I have a feeling it's not going to make uh, Alexandria quiet down. I just she doesn't strike me as a type that would think that this was a time to maybe be a little bit more unseen than she has been. Might might be uh, good for her to do that. But, hey uh, Hans, I appreciate you being on. Uh, thanks for clearing it up. It's kind of a complicated thing. You simplified it for us. Thanks. Sure thing. Anytime. Okay, that's Hans von Spakovsky, and uh, that's uh, Alexandria overrated Cortez, and we'll be right back. Synergy was born out of the basement of our house 31 years ago and solidified by the people of the Seal City. I'm Roy Locks, founder of the Synergy Group, and this is our story. And I'm Roy son Jason. I watched my dad start the company from nothing as a displaced steel worker. Your retirement always has been and always will be our primary focus. Helping people retire is my dad's life mission, and I'm happy to say that it's mine as well. I'm proud of the thousands of relationships we forge throughout the community. Family is everything at the Synergy Group, and we hope to have the opportunity to work with yours. Call us today, 800-321-7963. That's 800-321-7963. Let us help you build a retirement plan for your family's future. At the Synergy Group, we do retirement. Roy and Jason Locks are registered representatives offering securities through GF Investment Services, LLC. Member of FINRA and SIPC, Jason is an investment advisor representative offering investment advisory services through Global Financial Private Capital. GFPC and GFIS are not affiliated with the Synergy Group, Inc. Have you tried digital marketing but don't know if it's getting you customers? Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is working and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. The way you get your medicine prescriptions is now changing across America. GoGoMeds.com can deliver your medicine right to your door. Here's all you need to do. Your doctor gives you the prescription. You go online to GoGoMeds.com, put in your information, and make sure to include the promo code MIKE2018 to save $10 off your first prescription. Your meds are then delivered to your home, and you've saved money. It's that easy. No more waiting, no lines, no copay each month, and best of all, no wandering around the store aimlessly waiting for your prescription to be filled. GoGoMeds.com, the new way to get your medicine delivered right to your door. Remember that getting your prescription filled now means never having to go to a store again. GoGoMeds.com, GoGoMeds.com. Use the promo code MIKE2018 to save $10 off your first prescription. That's GoGoMeds.com, promo code MIKE2018. Hi, I'm Grant Eckert from National Debt Relief. For years, you've heard us on the radio sharing how you can be debt-free in 24 to 48 months, often paying only a fraction of what you owe. But how does our program work? If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, personal loans, or collection accounts, you may qualify to get the relief you deserve in just five steps. Step one, our certified debt specialist will complete a free debt analysis. Step two, you'll select the plan that's right for you. Step three, you'll begin making one affordable monthly payment towards your enrolled debts. Step four, our team of experts will negotiate with your creditors. And step five, you'll achieve financial relief. 
We've already helped over 100,000 Americans resolve more than $1 billion of debt. We're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and have received over 35,000 five-star reviews. The best part is we don't earn a penny until we've successfully resolved your debt. Call National Debt Relief now at 800-658-0988. That's 800-658-0988. 800-658-0988. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. Speaking of toxic, what about this? This is from the United Nations. We should all run and hide. A senior U.N. environmental official says entire nations could be wiped off the face of the earth by rising sea levels if the global warming trend is not reversed by the year 2032. That's what he said. Coastal flooding and crop failures would create an exodus of echo refugees threatening the uh, political chaos, said Noel Brown, director of the New York office of the U.N. Environment Program, or, or UN, UNEP. Uh, he said governments have a 10-year window of opportunity to solve the greenhouse effect before it goes beyond human control. As the warming melts polar ice caps, ocean levels will rise by up to three feet, enough to cover flat island nations, Brown told the Associated Press in an interview on Wednesday. Coastal regions will be inundated. One-sixth of Bangladesh could be flooded, displacing a fourth of its 90 million people. This is unbelievable. A fifth of Egypt's uh, arable land could be destroyed, cutting off its food supply. Ecological refugees will become a major concern. And what's worse is you may find that people can move to drier ground, but the soils and the natural resources may not support life. Africa doesn't have to worry about land, but you'd want to, you, you would want to live in the Sahara. The most conservative scientific estimate that the Earth's temperature will rise 1 to 7 degrees in the next 30 years. And uh, so that's it. you got a 10-year window. The difference may seem slight, he said, but the planet is only 9 degrees warmer now. There's only one problem with this. It was written in 1989, and I lied when I said 2032. It says it's all going to happen by the year 2000. We survived. We made it. We're not dead. I'll see you tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.